everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as Flash Run Welcome to Comic Bastard Podcast I am Dustin Happy V-Day to everyone B-Day Sounds like an STD Kind of like Chlamydia Which is probably spreading rampantly right now Chlamydia The silent partner of any relationship Who has chlamydia? Oh, here's your uh, prescriptions You, uh, You two have a lovely Valentine's Day Try to bag it up next time. Someone. Just anyone. Fucking seriously. Fuck. Anyway, the show is not brought to you by Chlamydia. But fuck, that'd be cool if it did. It's also the 30th episode of this version of the podcast. Probably not technically, but, you know, I, I probably should have just started renumbering it or done some stupid season shit. It's like the sixth episode of the season. Let's do that. It's episode 30. Fuck you. Gonna go alphabetically so I don't miss as much stuff this time. Bouncing around my my new app program that I do not prefer over Bookman. But Bookman decided he was just never gonna update his fucking shit ever again. And then Apple did that thing where they're like, Hey, if they don't update this shit, it doesn't work with this other thing. So eat a, eat a dick. I know you gave that guy a dollar, but he, he's gone. Death of Love new Justin Jordan uh, love book. Uh, I did not like it. Now, granted, if you read the letter in the back from Justin Jordan, you're not supposed to like the guy in it. It's just that everything that happened, I felt like I had read before in someone else's like version of this same story. They're like, how about I make an unlikable prick? And then there's a twist where it takes you away from that knowledge of him being an unlikable prick. And But we kind of think about love all at the same time. Uh, I did not like that one. <laughs> Whatever book I'm describing, I can't remember the name of, which was also Image. I did not like that one. I didn't like this one. And I think a lot of it had to do with the art as well. I uh, just wasn't a big fan of it. So, shit, might even... It's not the same artist. That'd be That'd be too uncanny. For an artist to be like, man, did I draw this already? I don't know. Money is nice. Eating is nicer. Doop-a-doop-a-doo. Uh, I will see what the second issue holds, because the whole premise is that this guy's a dick who just wants to, he just wants sex, but he's a loser, so he can't get sex. And then there's other guys that you're like, why can't they get sex? They're dressed like hipsters. Seems like they would be all hipstering up, getting getting the Putin nanny. You know, it's Valentine's Day. I'm trying to use romantic words. Anyway, um, and then he gets offered some love pills from has has an apple and a heart on it, and you're just like, oh, it's Satan. And then you can see Cupid's, and then Cupid puts an arrow in his face, and he's like, what the fuck are you looking at, buddy? And it's just like, oh, boom, over cliffhanger. Figured out the Marvel formula. Ain't done a cliffhanger. Anyway, I did not like it. Um, I will still check out the second issue just to see if there's a glimmer of fucking hope. But him shooting up cupids doesn't really make me go, hell yeah, down with love, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Ghost Money, which uh, I started reading just on, I think it's issue seven. I'm gonna double check that real quick. Yeah, issue seven. I hadn't read it before. It's from Magnetic Press slash Lion Forge slash, they, I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to call that. And uh, it's pretty fucking good. I want to track down the other six issues. Uh, at this point in the story, the main character is being sent to a, a prison to 
I guess, get some clarity on her situation in life because her father's the president of the country and he has sent her there also to kind of keep her out of harm's way because she has, uh, she was previously kidnapped with her friend by a terrorist. She fell in love with a terrorist, I guess. I don't know. That part's a little foggy because I haven't read the other stuff. And then she paid a ransom to the guy for her friend to get out, and her dad paid her ransom. But now she's funded terrorism, so that's a big deal because her dad's trying to get in good with the United States. Also, her dad's not her dad because her mom was banging some other dude, and that's who left her all this money. So she's like got terrorist money, and then she's funding terrorists with the terrorist money. So it's just like it's kind of interesting because it's not like she's like, yay, terrorism, but she's just kind of inadvertently sucked into this world. And doesn't necessarily like any of that and just wants her freedom and to not be assaulted sexually by two men in the prison. Which, thankfully, she did not get assaulted because a woman came by and like cracked them with a fucking shovel and threw them in their own cell. And then she threw water on them and said, enjoy the cold evening. Art was great. I really like the pacing. Again, there's some fogginess to the story because I'm on issue seven of a, you know, a series and need to read those other issues to kind of understand what truly happened and what the characters are saying happened because there is a is a bit of a difference in this but i will be looking for more because i i really enjoyed it It was one of the best things i read this week and uh that doesn't get said lightly because we're going to move on to giants number three which is the best dark horse book they're publishing right now there boom said it there you go suck it suck it world it's just really good. I like the pacing. It's very manga style pacing where it's just like it, the story's quick. The uh, the arcs are quick. The next issue jumps a year in the future and I'm like, amazing. Uh, we see the brothers. They Their psychology reverses. So the one that was all brash and arrogant is now timid and just trying to get over his fears and just in a way be a better person. And then his little brother who's all just like, the world is nice and friendly and shit has now been engulfed by fear and is just like instead is using lashing out in anger so it's just great they just kind of like flip their personalities and you're just like ah damn that's totally a manga move ah but you guys did really well ah and the future sucks uh the big monsters are still fucking kicking and uh one of them I guess got injured and i was just like living in the basement nearby of the uh the older brother and i was just like mm-hmm, uh-huh how long before he fucking rides that thing and then the other one's riding the other one and they're fucking brothers fighting on top of two fucking monsters that'd be i hope that's where this is going because that's really what i want to see now anyway it's a it's a good fucking book recommend that one uh judas number three just a quick hit uh, i hate this fucking book it's so fucking boring if you've never heard a bible story or read the bible you might enjoy this or you might actually be really fucking bored because all it is is an illustrated version of the bible <laughs> With, like, extra Lucifer and Judas commentary, which isn't any good. So, still nothing has happened in this story. Jesus was sent to hell in the last issue. It takes an entire issue for anyone to do anything in this, and they just kick him in the pit. And Judas is like, I gotta go save him. I was like, okay. Great. This is... This sucks. So he's just going to do the same thing, get manipulated by the the story, quote-unquote, as they keep calling it. Whatever. Just whatever. Please say there's not going to be more of these. And I hope there's not. Uh, Ninjak number five, I think it is. 
No, number four. Real fucking good. You read my review for more in depth, but I just I really loved uh, Rip's fucking art on this one, and just the character, and that they they didn't try to just be like she's a badass woman because uh, they're doing Ninja G in this one, and uh, she's a black woman, and like one of the few ninja women in the program. Like, they didn't just gloss over the fact that she was a woman and she made her bad. Like, her whole story is about her just not giving in to men trying to take advantage of her, trying to attack her and um, just rape her because that is a very common theme of, of in her life. And it's just kind of not so much refreshing, but it was just like, oh, okay, I'm glad someone didn't just go, yeah, uh, no, she's just a powerful woman and just, like, moved on. They actually showed, like a realistic struggle for her and it made her character journey in this this issue very uh just emotional and moving and i thought that was just really great and, and on top of that she's still just like a fucking utter badass uh, especially her bad guy I was just like oh man let's go back to their era and give them some fun fucking fun entertaining books too while we're at it but you know they won't a uh, bit of an advanced review for you. I might leave you on this one. Because I don't fucking even remember what else I read. Oh, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do two advanced reviews. Yeah, let's let's do this. Um, oh, shit. I forgot I read Sideways. Hmm. Might just write a review for that one. Sideways is pretty good. I was just like, oh, this doesn't fit with the DC Universe at all, it feels like. But I still kind of really fucking liked it. Um... Rockefort and Dio and like I don't know it's just like it was weird the way that this book was created I'm uh, just skipping to this one real quick but it was it was actually really good um I don't particularly like all the DC stuff I read I, I read it because they send it and that's kind of that's how it goes uh Marvel don't send nothing Steve Marvel doesn't send nothing so I don't read nothing and I don't feel there's anything worth reading so Ka-ka. Oblivion Song Kirkman's new joint Hate to say it, but this read like a TV show. It read like a TV show. I don't know if the man knows how to make comics anymore, but uh, I can see the entire first episode of a TV show being laid out here. There was an event. An entire city got transported to a parallel place where there was a bunch of fucking monsters. So there's a little, little zombie apocalypse thing going on there. And this guy and his team, they... They jump over to the other side and rescue people. And he is looking for his brother who he feels he wronged. And then lo and behold, we get to see what his brother's up to on the other side. And you're just like, oh, I see. There's going to be some drama. (laughs) Going to be a lot of drama. Uh, They explain the title of the book. It's it's not very interesting. (laughs) It's just kind of like, uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure that'll work real well in the the TV show when they can just play the soundbite. But in this comic book format, when you're trying to make me imagine an imaginary song, it's not really going to work. It's not really going to work. It just, it reads, it's like begging to be a TV show. I'm pretty sure he's just doing what he always does now and just make it a comic first, prove, test the market, make it a TV show, make a lot of money. Um, I'm sure people will love it. To me, I found it kind of boring and just like a bit of a... I don't know, it just felt like everything else he had ever fucking done, really. And the last one I'll talk about is The Beef. 
which I wanted to love, and I did not. I'm hoping that the second issue will be fun and interesting, but this one was just like about a guy who got his ass kicked all of his life and worked in the same slaughterhouse as his dad, and his dad like lost an arm. And I mean, there's this really racist, shitty grandpa that comes out and just like talks trash to this kid. He's just like, your fucking dad ruined my machine with his dumb arm getting caught in it. And I was like, oh, so you're you're a nice man. And then I guess at some point he's going to like hulk out and all of his muscles be on the outside because he ate too much beef because he eats it like every day. And there's a love story in there somewhere. It doesn't look horrible, but it's by Shaky Kane. So if you don't like Shaky Kane's art, you're just like, eh, I could pass. <laughs> I don't particularly like Shaky Kane's art, so I could pass. But, uh, I don't know. I'm sure some people will be like, Oh, this is a laugh riot. For me, I was just like, Oh, damn. I really thought this was going to be a a bucket of laughs. Instead, it's just kind of a a bucket of dick jokes. Just had a lot of gay jokes and a lot of racist jokes. And I get it. It's from the character's perspective, and they're not glorifying it, but actually showing that these are shitty human beings. But... I just read an issue of that, and now I feel dirty. Now I feel dirty. So there you go. Just a, a lot of fucking reviews for you today. I don't know. I just kind of sat down and read a lot of shit, and here we are. Here we are at the end of the show and nowhere to go. Thanks for listening. Check you next week. <laughs> or you can check me next week. God, fuck. I suck at these endings. All right. Have a good one. Have a good V-Day. Bag it up. Bag it up, everyone. Men, women, doesn't matter. There's a bag for you. Bag it up. That ain't badass. It goes Batman Detective. You on the dark night. Robin, I'm robbing DC. Follow the phone. Can't stop him. And I'm going to lose my damn mind. Like Logan this time. All possessed by the red right hand. Fighting that sandstorm. Just chilling. Nemesis laughing. Cyclone mentally prepares for eye blasting. I was with the Picture strips, see comics need to settle down just a little bit and go back underground. Life for permanent bastards, got it right though. They write to keep the scene on the right track, so they read the stack after stack and the back and back. Since someone got a stack, these creators in check, man. And the verdict is Jason Aaron, yeah, he's in check. Tony Daniel, yep, in check. If you read a comic, put it back. Plastic sleeve, hard cardboard back. Then in the milk crate, black. Filed alphabetically, no, seriously. 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 seriously.